Hey everybody, and welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm John. And I'm Michael. And this week's toy line we're going to talk about is Nerf. Um, we will be talking about everything from the very beginning up to right before the, the, the missile guns, dart guns, all that kind of stuff. As we will be talking about those in a separate episode. Uh, but right now we're going to talk about most of the, the games and the balls and everything going up from, uh, from the very beginning up till the mid-90s. So Michael, would you say it's Nerf or nothing? It's nerf or nothing this week, yes. It's nerf or nothing. Yes! Woo-hoo! There's only one nerf. There's only one nerf. You're going to get a lot of those in this. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoys all that and they can remember where those came from. So, um, all right. So, uh, let's jump in. We're gonna Actually, we're going to jump into our uh, fun for all question. Um, and this yeah. week, we have a question from somebody else instead of one of us making it up. Um, yeah. So, you know, first off, thanks for the interaction. Oh. That's what we need to do. Before we jump to that question, we need to talk about all the ways that people can get in touch with us, which we'll do go. at the end of the podcast also. But uh, So we've got a few different ways. Um, first off, we've got our website. You can go check out our website, toyrewindpodcast.com. Um, from there, you can get all of our social links, all the links for all of our, uh, our podcasts everywhere you want to find us and listen to us. You can listen to us on our website if you want to. I don't really care. Listen to us wherever you want. Um, so we can also, you've got us uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. There's a link on the, for the Facebook over on the, the website. You can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the, oh, sorry, it's not the, it's at Toy Rewind Podcast. No, I don't even remember what it is anymore. I'm like losing it. It's been such a long day. Come it's on. at Come on. Toy Rewind Pod uh, for both Twitter and Instagram. So this week we have a question from, uh, from a friend came through uh, Instagram. So Michael, you want to give us that question? We'll talk about it. Yeah. This is from Larry from the SDS guys. Uh, give a shout out to those guys. They've got a great podcast. Um, it is from Larry. It says, what, if any, old collectibles toys do you still own from your childhood? Absolutely um, none. John has none. John okay. has none. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I have any. I think most of mine are new stuff that I've collected since. Um, I do have a few old Batmobiles, but I don't think they're necessarily from my childhood. I think they're just like older ones that kind of got, you know, torn up and whatever. And I know the kids have some Hot Wheels, but I think they're just a little torn up. I don't think they're actually from our childhood. Um, I've got a lot of little rinky-dink things. I, I'm trying to remember if there's anything specific, but most of them are some small items. Uh, and they're all stashed, uh, stashed somewhere, stored up. Um, I do know a, a couple of my Hot Wheels I have from when I was a kid. Uh, most notably, a uh, most notably uh, the Red Baron car. It's got a the helmet, you know, like a little uh, from Red Baron helmet on wheels with a big. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, trying to remember what the designer Tom Daniels design, I believe, is what it is. The original car. And Hot Wheels made it back in the early 70s, and the, the one I have has got the red redline wheels, which were um, the original uh, 70s models. So um, that's the one I know specifically I know I have, but I know I've got some others that are stashed away. Nothing big. Um, I wish I still had all my like Transformers and Mask and G.I. Joe and... Um, Star Wars characters, all of them. I wish I still had all of them, but 
I actually played with them, so they didn't last too long when I started right. when I played with them. I, I I made sure I had I enjoyed them and had plenty of time with them. So yeah, it's like it's like my turtles. I wish I still had those, and I'd really like to start trying to collect some of those again um, and finding them. So yeah. yeah, well that's those are our answers, Larry. Um, I don't know. I know you've got a pretty good pretty good collection of Funko and everything. So um, I'd like to hear from you. Do you have anything that uh, you have still had from your childhood? Uh, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or Twitter and let us know because we'd really like to know. All right. With that down, let's talk about some Nerf. All and right. like you said, so we're not talking about the Blasters, the Super Soaker, or anything like that. So um, for any young kids that are listening, um, specifically I know Adrian will probably ask, like, why didn't you talk about the guns? And I'm going to be like, there was so much before the guns that we, we wanted to talk about. We'll talk about the guns in a later podcast uh, with their blasters and super soakers and all that. So uh, we're going to go all the way back to 1969, though. And, uh, Michael, yep. let's, let's hear a little history about the line. Okay. Um, 19, actually, I think it was around 1968. Um, there was a, a designer uh, who developed uh, games and stuff. His name was uh, Rain Geyer. Um, he actually invented Twister uh, oh, and, oh. and got that to, uh, to uh, Milton, Brad Milton Bradley and sold that to them. And they, they, it's a Milton Bradley game now. Um, and then he actually was trying to come up with another game, which was called, they were calling it Caveman. And it was a little thing where it had some fake money and some little stepping stone things that, that you would try to walk across and, and then they had rocks, but you would actually throw the rocks at your at the other players. Um, and then they <laughs> quickly, yeah, they quickly figured out that it was more fun just to throw the rocks. So they figured out that if they would take the same stuff that the rocks are made out of and make a little ball, they can come up with a whole nother game with it. Wait, wait. So how he many, went back. Hold on, Michael. Yeah. How many... Okay. How many kids, like like when we were kids, do you think, and I'm assuming these rocks um, mm -hmm. were little foam rocks, right? Yes. Yeah, how many kids do you think went out in the, in the garden and pulled real rocks and put them in their game? And then, probably quite. I definitely would have. I would. I probably yeah. would have. Yeah, we all would have done that. So well, that, that just makes me laugh. Yeah. So, you know, the, the caveman game never, never got developed anyway, so... Um, because they had too much fun throwing the rocks at each other, and, and it kind of completely changed it. So, uh, so he came up with this little game. Uh, I don't know exactly what kind it was, but it had to do with the balls. Um, and he took it to Milton Bradley, and they turned them down. Um, and then, so he took it to Parker Brothers, and Parker Brothers didn't like the game, but they liked the ball, just the ball. So they scrapped the whole game and kept the ball, and. Uh, it's a four-inch ball. Uh, it's a polyurethane foam ball. Is what it is, mm -hmm. um, and it's actually they just called it Nerf. Is where they got the name. Uh, Nerf is is what they use for padding and stuff for like yeah. off-road racing roll yeah, so bars. It's also, short, it's short for non-expanding recreational foam. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was about to get to that, but okay. No, <laughs> I kidding. No, no, just jump in. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So they would use that foam to also to put on the front end of uh, tow trucks and stuff during racing 
and push the race cars and stuff, you know, with us being racing fans anyway, mm -hmm. um, that was something pretty cool. And, and, you know, that's where they got that, that foam from, um, the idea for that foam. So, um, so yeah, so Parker Brothers ran with just the ball. There's a little four-inch ball. Um, and they marketed, the slogan they marketed for was, uh, you can throw it indoors, can't damage lamps or break windows, you can't hurt babies, and or old people. This, so, this which just, is kind of kind of funny, yeah. This is amazing to me. Um, so I get the as a parent, I get the whole lamps or break windows. Like obviously, we don't need that happening in the house. Um, and I don't know, is this babies or old people? Like, so don't worry. Throw it at your parents. Nobody cares about if you hurt your parents. But you, don't worry, because you can't well, hurt they, babies or old people. Did they actually? Did they actually test it on? Did they test it on the old people and babies, or, or what? How do they know it didn't hurt them? Yeah, right. I, know. <laughs> I mean, some of these old people could be fragile. Yeah. I mean, come on. Apparently, it didn't work out too well because now Nerf is not really an indoor game. Uh, no, it's not. And I know our parents wouldn't allow us to really throw stuff inside the house and everything. So apparently, the slogan didn't stick with that one. By the way, shout out to mom and dad. Shout out to yeah, mom and dad. Yeah, there's no way our mom and dad would have let us, like, they, they weren't letting us throw things in the house. Um, and, you know, good thing we didn't have the blasters back then. Um, yeah. Okay I mean, we definitely that? threw things in the house at each other. but it was, it was like couch cushions and stuff. It wasn't Nerf balls. Or each other. Or each other, yeah. So, yeah, if, I had, if we had Nerf balls, I'm sure I wouldn't have broke the ceiling fan light fixture one time. Yeah. No, Andrew not. probably wouldn't have gone through the wall. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so a lot of this is coming. So these weren't obviously the original Nerf because we're talking about things that happened in the 80s. So we didn't have the original Nerf, but it evolved. So a little bit after that, the, the original Nerf was released, they released the Super Nerf, um, which was, how big was that one, John? Do you remember? Seven it inches. Seven inches. So the first one was four, this one's seven. So they're getting larger. And, uh, then it wasn't long after that they started releasing the footballs and different things like that, which is what I remember mostly growing up with. Um, yeah, the, the football stuck around for quite a while, yeah. Yeah, which I know... You know even the, the original Nerf ball, I've I, I seen one, uh, you know, I've seen uh, a few boxes, original boxes, and I saw one that had the uh, a copyright date of 1986. So the, the, little, the original one still stuck around for quite a while, yeah. Yeah, those are, those are the ones I remember... Um, I remember going to Granddad's in Dallas um, for for Thanksgiving. Us getting a, a football, going down to the park and, and throwing the football around uh, yeah. with different cousins and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I, I remember those footballs more with doing different things like that. So, and and just friends and everything. So, do you, did you know that the Nerf football it was developed in 1972, and it was developed by. Um, uh, NFL kicker, um, Minnesota Twins uh, kicker Cox. I can't remember his first name. Mi wait, um, no, 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 not Minnesota no. Twins. Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, yes. Sorry, yeah. I'm Fred minded Not baseball. Fred Cox. Fred, Fred Cox. Cox. Fred Cox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so he helped design the actual football. So it was pretty cool. You know, he's an NFL kicker that helped design that. So which, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because it's probably 
probably weighted right, you know, everything like that, so that it can be kicked better. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to take an actual football and then just shrink it down and everything. Um, I know they added all the different pieces, like that would make sound and everything when you threw those. And then uh, there was a ball that they released, and I, I we'll talk about the commercials here in a minute. But there was a ball that they released, and I can't remember the name of it right now. But it was um, it was a big ball, and then on the inside of it had a smaller ball. So when you threw it, the smaller ball would roll around on the inside, and it would never go straight. Um, and it was oh, like was... the the it started with an O, like Oopy ball or well, something. Yeah, like, the the Oopay. Yeah, something. It was something like that. Um, but I I remember um, a buddy of mine that I grew up with had one of those, and uh, we had fun throwing it at his sister. So. <laughs> Because we'd pretend like we were throwing it at each other, but if you kind of turn a little, you'd know it was going to go that way, um, and it would totally hit her, and then we'd get in trouble. But, yeah, lots of fun. Throwing balls and just having fun with them, so. Yeah, the, uh, you know, the the first, go back to the first uh, Nerf ball, the four-inch one, um, that, that went over so well that by the end of 1970, they had sold over... Uh, 14 I mean 4 million of those things 4 million and okay 4 million yeah within a year yeah you couldn't just buy these at the store right like that was the those are the ones that you had to work with at first you couldn't no yeah Yeah. you had it was a um, a a thing with the Kool-Aid Kool-Aid packages yeah that makes me wonder how that how that happened was it that Parker Brothers just wasn't secure enough that they were going to release it by themselves or were they or did kool-aid somehow just come in and be like hey um you know we want to we want to partner with something on something and so they were like hey we got this new ball let's do that so it's probably with you know kool-aid was such a popular item you know it is now but back then it was um and kids always had that had that and so they just wanted to go in a partnership with them to get the product name out more and I think it went over really more better than what they had originally planned than coming out, just putting it in the store shelves and maybe throwing a commercial out. But I know with this, you know, Kool-Aid was already sponsoring Saturday morning stuff and the Nerf ball could be, be kind of inter- integrated with the Kool-Aid uh, commercials. Um, you know, most notably, I know you're going to talk about the commercials later, but the, the original commercial with it, with the Monkees uh, uh, classic band group, um, with their commercial, um, but yeah, it's uh, they they helped sponsor that, and and so they kind of mixed in with Kool Aid to get the get the product out there. Yeah. So, um, that, like you said, uh, we could we, we can move into the move into the commercials and talk about them. So you've got a the classic commercial from the the monkeys that was that released in '69 or '70. I think it was released in 70. In 70. So, uh, with the monkeys, um, which everybody knows, hey, hey, with the monkeys, you know. Uh, I I don't personally remember the monkeys, but I remember them from reruns and, you know, just people running around saying, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Uh, well, they also know, had, I mean, it's not just the songs, it's also about the... Uh, the TV show. TV show that they had, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I know Michael watched. I watched, uh, yeah, uh, the Monkees are my, out of classic bands. The Monkees is my number one classic group, yeah. Yeah, so um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, like, I rewatched that commercial like three or four times just because it was funny. Like, 
Um, we'll, we'll post that on Inst on Instagram later this week. So uh, don't worry about going to look for it. We'll post it so you guys could anybody that's listening can see it. Uh, but the whole commercial, they're running around in a a living room, throwing the balls at each other. Yeah. And you know what they're not doing? They're not breaking lamps, our windows. No babies are hurt, and no old people are hurt. So I well, feel like they did a great job I, with the. I don't remember seeing a baby in the commercial. There's no babies, no old people, no windows, and I think the lamps might have been nailed down. So, right. But I mean, if if they weren't in it, that means they weren't getting hurt. So I think they're yeah, they're exactly. Yeah. It worked. I, you know, I thought it was funny. So we've got that commercial. That was great. And then we can move into some other commercials. John, do you have any? What do you have on the commercials? Uh, oh man, I sent found several of them. Uh, a lot of the ones we'll talk about later when we get to the blasters and stuff. Uh, but what was some more of the football ones? Was with uh, oh, what's the football player? Was it Elway? Yeah, John oh, yeah. Elway was. Elway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, several of them with them, which were funny because one of them had a cutout of them, and they're like, "Hey, we can beat his, you know, everything." Uh, I think and that was kind was of a spoof of the original commercial, too, yeah. Probably. Right. It was, it was kind of funny, yeah. <laughs> so, um, talking about that, so shout out to some of the other people here in Denver, um, like Clinton and Mountain Meg. I know they're huge Broncos fans. I personally am not. But, you know, hey, to have John Elway in a commercial, I mean, he's one of the greatest football, or, uh, quarterbacks, so why not? Um, it's kind of nice to, to kind of go that way, especially for a football that, yeah. you know, Mostly was orange, especially back in the day. So why not have somebody from the Broncos where they're, you know, orange and blue here like crazy? So mm -hmm. I think that's great. Um, have those in it. Um, I, I had a mind track and I, I completely lost it. So Michael, Sorry. anything on the commercials? Uh, no, I know when we get later on into the early '90s, some of the other things. I know there's a slingshot that came out. Oh, yeah. um, they had a commercial for it. It had Seth Green in it. He did a he, couple of their commercials, yeah. Yeah, he was in a couple of them, though, because I remember him, the, the slingshot in the mall. I mean, yeah. who's going to take a slingshot to the <laughs> mall? Who's going to let you take a yeah, slingshot and shoot little foam balls at people going through the mall? Yeah, exactly. Nope, nobody these days, because security guards wouldn't let you in. And then now, all the malls are closed. I guess only Seth down. Green can do that. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, so um, I remember the Seth Green commercials from Saturday Morning Cartoons. Uh, they would. That's just a great place to play these Nerf commercials. You play them in the middle of a cartoon mm -hmm. while you've got these, while you've got kids watching all day long. Um, so yeah, I remember the Seth Green ones from then. All right. I mean, uh, he was young too, so. Um, I do have something here funny that I, I want to mention that I saw, um, and we kind of joked about it earlier. Uh, this little note from Consumer Reports, um, and I'm just going to read this, and then. You guys can react to it. Um, in 1971, the official Nerf ball was tested for flammability against the standard set by the 1969 Child Protection and Toy Safety Act. The Nerf ball failed, bursting into flames about two seconds after the contact with the lit match. So if you're in a house and you're throwing the Nerf balls at your brothers and sisters and you're not hurting old people and not hurting babies, but your dad happens to have a fireplace going or fire in the fireplace going, and it just kind of goes that way. I mean, 
Well, it would just burn up in the fireplace. Now, now if you had like <laughs> if you were in the 1800s and you had a, a candle sitting there for your light, no, I would no. understand that better. Yeah, <laughs> I can only I could see you throwing it and it bouncing off the back of the fireplace. That's what I'm thinking. So it catches fire I, on the way in and then comes out. I don't think it would come fire. out. I think it would go split and just kind of hit the deal when it gets, starts getting starts to burn. Okay, so I don't think so, it would bounce out. But I'm like Michael. If you had a flame out in the middle somewhere and you throw it over that flame it's going to catch and then keep moving it's, it's going to catch so that's that's kind of what i was like maybe but i guess if it was already on fire it would probably just smack in the back of the fireplace so if it's yeah. so <laughs> oh I, we know we're, we're going to talk let's talk about the cost so back in the back in the 70s how much did these things cost so there was the uh, the kool-aid michael thing. said 20 kool-aid was it 20? It was 20 yeah, 20 Kool-Aid packages or 10 of the sweetened Kool-Aid packages but already oh. had the sugar in it, which they don't have that anymore. So they don't you have, have that to anymore. Put your own sugar all, in it. Is it all sugar? Yeah. Um, I don't remember <laughs> having much Kool-Aid. I remember having Tang, but, you know, that's... Yeah, we grew up on Tang, yeah. yeah that might have just been us. <laughs> um, so... Shout out to but, Dad on that. Yeah, shout out to Dad. So we don't have a... We don't, we don't have an actual cost because we, we couldn't find one. Um, we know that there was a disc that came out uh, shortly after that was a buck. It was in 70 or 71. It was a dollar twenty nine. A dollar twenty nine was retail. So, yeah, that was the retail on the disc. More yeah. than likely, the uh, the balls were around that price. Also, now you can get them on eBay for hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. The so, the one I saw with the copyright date of nineteen eighty six sold for a hundred dollars. Ninety nine so, ninety nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm not gonna spend a hundred dollars on an original Nerf ball. I know neither one of you will. But if we have a listener that wants to send us one, we will be happy to take it out to the pasture where we happen to, you know, have a good amount of land, and we'll test this flammability thing. We'll see how. We'll, I mean, all I don't think us, you could get it out of your hand in time to throw it if. Oh. You know, if you're going to light it in your hand and then throw it, I don't think you can get it out of your hand. I, I bet we could figure something out. We're pretty we're pretty smart. We've done plenty of fires and stuff down in the pasture. So Michael, we'll you just... still got the golf clubs? Yeah, I got some somewhere. Yeah, I got them stashed <laughs> oh, somewhere, yeah. Don't worry. I got a whole bag of golf clubs coming to, coming your way, John. So um, we, I, I, if anybody wants to send us one, we'll be happy to test that flammability thing. Right? You guys are on board yeah. with me on this? I'm uh, on board. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. So if you want to send us one, hit us up on Twitter um, at Toy Rewind Pod, and uh, we'll we'll work out all the details. So all right, um, we, we can test that, test it out, how quick it flames up. Yeah, yeah we'll test it out. We'll uh, we'll get it on Instagram Live or or whatever. And if you send us one, we'll send you a sticker for of our logo, um, there you go. which yeah. John happens to be wearing one of our shirts now, so it's it's kind of nice. Um, looks good on. Him. Um, all right, where are we at? Where are we at next? What are we talking about next, guys? Um, let's see. So, going through the toy line, going through the thing. So, '72 uh, also, you know, it had the football. Also had the Nerf hoop basketball set came out. No, it's uh, not Nerf hoop. It's Nerf, Nerf hoop. hoop. Nerf hoop. Nerf hoop. Nerf hoop. Yeah. Yeah. There's no H. It's N E R F O O P. Yeah, Nerf hoop. Did, did they have a spokesperson? Uh, I did not. One. For for I, the original, no. Maybe I later on. Something. I'm just trying to yeah. think. But it might have just been them playing basketball or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then in 1985, the early 1985, uh, Kenner actually started the process of buying out Parker Brothers. 
uh, and then they merged and they finally finished everything up merged in 1991 uh, shortly afterward Hasbro actually purchased Kenner so it wasn't within you know, six years you know um, it was already into Hasbro's hands um, and then at that same time in 1989 uh, saw the first Nerf Blaster which were the the little air guns with the balls. No, it didn't have the darts or anything. It's just the balls that you shot. Um, and then 91 uh, was was actually 91 was the first time you actually saw the dart dart guns, the dart blaster, uh, which was uh, released as the Nerf sharpshooter. So uh, that gets into the other stuff that we're not going to talk about right now. But uh, by 95, they had over 100 million Nerf products were sold. And then when you get further down the line in 2010, that's when they uh, Nerf merged with Super Soaker, so which we'll talk about later as well. Yeah, so. we'll talk about all that when we get into the the, uh, the Nerf blasters and, and everything, because there's a pretty good history about behind the uh, Super Soakers and stuff. So yeah. we'll get into all that. Um, I do have so they had some uh, some different names. Did you guys happen to look up any of these names that they had before it was Nerf? Because I like yes, names. yeah. Um, I really like Fallsy Ball. Fallsy Ball. Like, as Muff Muff something too, wasn't it? Muff Ball. Muff Ball. Okay. Yeah. So you got Fallsy Ball and Muff Ball, which I don't know if Muff Ball would work these days. But no. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So then, adopted from the use of yeah. So the name. That's what it says. So the name was finally adopted from the use of it, which is the the padding and stuff that we that we talked about. So. Non-expanding recreational foam, as John said earlier. <laughs> yeah. You remember that, or did you have it written down? I, I kind of remember most of it, but I got it written down next. Because <laughs> I, I didn't remember it. Um, yeah. So I mean, any more? You guys have any more like stories about about Nerf or anything from pop culture or? No. Um, you know, I. I I remember like you going going out with the football and playing with the football and stuff. I think it's pretty much the only one we had because uh, I don't remember ever owning any of the shooters or anything like that. Um, now there are some that when I was watching, you know, trying to do some research on them, uh, some products that I didn't remember until I saw the product, until I saw the commercial, um, specifically the. Uh, the boomerang, the Nerf boomerang. Oh yeah, the Nerf with the green. Um, yeah, I mean, I I may have had one. one. Yeah, that one came out in 1983, and and not only would you throw it, but you can actually bend the wing of one of the wings or both wings or whatever, and it would actually go uh, do like tricks and stuff while it was on its way back to you. It was pretty cool. Uh, I, I I vaguely remember I may have had one. Um, I don't ever remember them flying as well as they did in the commercial, though. Yeah, you watch the commercial of it, and it's just a perfect <laughs> circle, and it, it comes right back to you. So, um, there was a soccer ball. I, I do I do remember having a soccer ball. We had a soccer ball okay. that we would kick around along because we played soccer when we were little, um, along with the Cabbage Patch doll heads that mom would make and we'd <laughs> kick around the house too. So, um, but uh, I do remember having a soccer ball. Uh, there was the Nerf UFO, which was a big floppy thing that you can actually fold up and put in your pocket. Uh, it was an unidentified floppy object, is what it was called. It, it came out in 1987. Um, 
Nerf darts are, are a funny one too because they're like lawn darts, but they're, they're yeah, made they're out of Nerf. Yeah. They're the safe yeah. way to play Nerf or lawn yeah. darts. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's go back to the fun ways. But they had, you know, they had a different thing. They had a slingshot. Uh, there was a bow and arrow that came out in '91. Mm -hmm. uh, a the liquidator bow and arrow, bat. I yeah. I, I, I might have one arrow. I think I had one. Yeah. Because I, I had some of the blasters and stuff, and I, I vaguely remember having a, a, a bow and arrow because um, I'd shoot it out of the backyard into the, that little field that we had behind our house back there. Yeah, well, the blasters, once we get onto that one, I have, I mean, with Jackson, I think we got rid of 20 different guns. So when we get to that one, you know, he, yeah. we've had, <laughs> I've had plenty of those. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, a couple more products that are pretty kind of odd for, for Nerf. You know, they had a, a javelin that came out in 90. They had a pool game. They had a ping pong game. Um, they had a flag football game, a softball, uh, fencing. They had a sword thing that had little, around the handle, it had little, uh, uh, little targets, and you would you would try I to stab each one. other in those targets and, and knock them down. Uh, they had a golf game, table hockey. Uh, they had the liquidator bat actually had water in it, so when you actually swung the ball, swung the bat, and hit the ball, um, all the water would go to the end of the bat, which would give it a uh, a, a bigger thump when you hit it. So yeah, wouldn't that kind of pull uh, against you as you're swinging too? Yeah, it kind of would. Yeah, bit? when you swung it, all that water would go to one end. And, yeah, to the end. Yeah, but uh, it's kind of like corking corking your bat, I guess, or something like that. So, but yeah, they had a bunch. Of, like, when I saw the javelin and the ping pong and and the the table hockey and all that kind of stuff, I was just kind of wow. I, I didn't realize they had that many many products like that out. Yeah. And most of that was all early, early to mid uh, '80s when all that came out. So, all right. So, um, let's let's jump in. If I think we're good, let's jump in. Let's uh, let's do our rankings real quick. Um, okay. If you're if you're not following, I mean, this is episode three, so it might be pretty easy to follow. Um, once we get it, you know, deeper in and like episode eleven might be when it's deep enough that it really makes a difference. But we are keeping up with all of our rankings, the way we're ranking these out on our website. So um, go check it out, toyrewindpodcast.com. You can click on the link at the top. You can see all of our toy rankings. All three of us are listed there. Um, we're pretty lined up, but I think this week may be the week that we're, we start to see some differences. So, um, you know, Michael, as you being the oldest, I'd say you can give us your ranking first, but sometimes I want to give John the chance to go first because he's always been second. <laughs> you know, even even when we reverse things, I get to be first and John still gets to be second. So, uh, John, why don't, why, don't you, why don't you lead us off here? Uh, well, with the Nerf balls and stuff, I would put this as probably my top one, uh, more of because it's more physical and stuff other than just playing around with little figurines and... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! You know. How'd that go again, John? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would say this was probably my top uh, because of just being able to get out and do stuff. And like I said, can't do it in the house. Mom and Dad wouldn't allow us. Right. Uh, but of course, they also had the coating on them by the time we got, you know, to where we were playing with Nerf. So, but yeah, I'd say this is my number one. Number one for John, Michael. 
Um, I'm going to put it number one as well, simply because you get out and play with it, you get more uh, more physical and stuff like that with it. Um, and, you know, I didn't play, by the time you were getting the turtles and stuff, I was I was a little older already, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I, and so I the Nerf stuff, yeah. yeah, the Nerf stuff, I, I, I would put that number one, and Turtles two, and Centurions three is my ranking on those three. All right, so uh, this is, like I said, we're getting different, because this is my number two. Uh, I love the Nerf balls. I love going out and playing with them. Uh, like I said, buddies of mine would get together, we'd throw them at their sister's. Um, I didn't have any sisters to throw at, so we'd throw it at their sisters, um, but we would just have fun throwing. Uh, it's a lot of fun, um, but, I mean, turtles. Come on, guys. Turtles. Um, I I miss those, like, like every day. So this is my number two. So, uh, yeah, a little different here. Um, next week, uh, another week that I think it's going to get kind of kind of floppy on us, so we're going to you know, see what happens. And um, I think our total rankings are going to start to show uh, – more about our personalities, what we like to do, what what we're doing. So, uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope people are following along and listening to you about those. So, yeah. And with that, I think it's about time for our toy truths segment. So, I'll be honest, this uh, nerf was a little bit harder to get some details and and everything on some stuff. Like I said, we still couldn't find the the opening price for. The Nerf ball. So uh, this is something that I have one question, and I'm going to play this off. That I really want John to get some points. So right now, Michael has two points. If you listen to our turtles episode, Michael has two points. John has zero points. So I want John to get a point. So I am going to. We're going to have one round. So one truth, or sorry, two truths, one lie, and you guys can work together and try to figure out which one this is. And I, I think this may be a little bit easier for you guys. So here you go. Michael, John, you guys ready? Go. Yes. All right, here we go. Here's the first statement. The original foam ball was part of an indoor football game developed by Rain Geyer. Statement number two. The Super Nerf Ball was released in 1975 to act as an upgrade to the original Nerf Ball. And statement number three. One of the first Nerf marketing slogans was throw it indoors, you can't damage lamps or break windows, you can't hurt babies or old people. Well, I mean, which one I, of those I, is we've, already, we've already talked about this. It's the second <laughs> one that's the fake one because the two other ones already came out. So it wasn't a upgrade. It was just another ball they came out with. So All right, not John. in 75. And what? It, it actually came what out in 77. It wasn't. Yeah. Yes, that was that was actually the whole the main part of the the falsity there was the, was the year. Um, it wasn't an upgrade, but it was you know it was an upgrade to the ball because it was larger and, and everything. So um, yes, John got that one right. So Michael, you get no points because you were quiet right above my head there. Uh, or, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you're at on my on your screen. Um, so John gets a point. I'm going to have to add a whole section of the website about keeping our... Um, stop poking me with your finger, John. I don't know what you're doing. Um, that's Michael. Oh, that's Michael. I'm going to have to keep a whole section on the website just for keeping up with points. So, But for now, Michael has two. John has three. Oh, no, sorry, one. I'll take three. <laughs> yeah! That was a three-point question. <laughs> sorry. 
been a long day. I can't even count. Um, so, um, coming out of that, what do we have? What do we have left, guys? What do we have left to talk about? Um, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Uh, that, that might be it. So, uh, before we completely, before we completely wrap up, um, I do have I have a few things I want to kind of go over. Um, first off, there is a a whole podcast network. It is Nerds Unite. Uh, sorry, I gotta look at this. It is Nerds Unite Net. Um, and so if you're if you're listening to us and you haven't heard any of them, uh, Geek Together, uh, The Average Nerd, SDS Guys, Totally Rad Movie Podcast, um, the four or the, yeah, the Four Dorksmen, um, Nerdy Curious, and there's one that I'm totally missing. Um, Secondary heroes, um, and there, there may be a couple more in there. So I'm trying to keep a list, uh, trying to remember who everybody is. Um, so if you're not listening to those, go give them a listen. Um, you can find pretty much all of our links or anything if you go to you go and follow Nerds Unite on on Instagram, Twitter, and that's uh, Nerds Unite Net. And there is something coming up in just a couple weeks. Um, actually, when this podcast drops, it'll be a week and a day. And we will, a lot of people will have been in a normal year getting ready for um, Star Wars, the Star Wars Con. Um, so since that is not happening, um, the Nerds Unite Net has gotten together. We are going to be doing kind of the same thing that we did for the SDC, do the virtual stuff. Um, and we're calling it Force Fiesta. Um, it starts, the kickoff is August 28th. We're doing, they're going to do, every night they're going to do a, a watch party for the original three uh, Star Wars movies, because let's be honest, none of the other ones probably should exist, um, <laughs> except for maybe the TV shows. Um, so yeah, the 28th, they're going to watch A New Hope, the 29th, Empire Strikes Back, and they're going to end it on the 30th with Return of the Jedi. Um, there's going to be people on watching. Uh, for more information about that, uh, like I said, go follow or go check out Nerds Unite Net on Twitter. Um, we've got links there, lots of information, and uh, like I said, we're when this podcast drops, we're like a week away from that happening. So there will be a lot of information coming out, um, not only leading up to this podcast, but probably a whole lot coming after that. Um, with yeah. that, that Looking means that yeah. yeah, that means the night before um, or the day before that all starts, we will have another podcast drop because we drop on Thursdays. So. A little hint, if you've made it this far into the podcast, um, which if you have, we appreciate it. Um, Thank you very us, much. Give us a follow. Like I said, uh, Nerd, uh, sorry, I'm still stuck on the Nerd United. Um, Toy Rewind Pod, okay. Instagram, or, uh, or Twitter. Give us a follow and tweet at us and give us a uh, give us a ball, like put a ball emoji emoji in the uh, in the tweet, so we know that you made it this far. Um, also. Next week, so the week after this, right before the Star Wars Con stuff, we will be dropping an episode about Star Trek stuff. Star Trek. No, 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 no. Trek. totally kidding. <laughs> totally oh, kidding. Totally kidding. We're gonna drop. Um, we're gonna talk about the Kenner Star Wars uh, next week. So um, we've yes. got a, we've got a lot of stuff. Um, I know Michael had some of those original toys. Um, I actually remember playing with a little bit of them, maybe, but it was like maybe when they were, you know. He, he didn't care about him anymore because he's probably moving on to something else. Um, so we'll uh, we'll talk about Star Wars, uh, getting ready for that con and everything. And, and like I said, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, check out the Nerd Unite Net, check out all those other podcasts. 
Um, they're doing a lot of stuff, lots and lots of, there's, if you're a nerd or a geek or a dork, whatever, um, and you like something, uh, there's probably a podcast from this network that you could probably uh, listen to. If you don't like all of us, there's at least one of them that you could listen to and like. So, um, And you don't have to be any of those to, to listen to us either. Right, right. You, you don't have to. You don't have to. You yeah. can be pretty much anything. Um, you yeah. can be a secondary hero and still listen to us. Um, so, there you go. so you guys, <laughs> you guys have anything, anything else you want to add? No, get I real think... get nerf. Which is <laughs> yeah, get real get nerf. All right. Well, uh, with that, I guess we'll uh, we'll turn it down. And uh, on behalf of the, us, the three brothers here at Toy Rewind Podcast, play on. And a nerf's a nerf. So let's end this. Nerf's a nerf.